What's up, everybody? This is Austin. And Dominique. Welcome to Right Tomatoes, where we give our unsolicited opinion on TV shows and, and movies. All right, so we are back with another episode, episode six, where we are discussing All American with a special guest. Hey, everybody. My name is Darius. You know, just, just a young man from Detroit. Trying to live life like my dog, Spencer James. So we're going to be talking about All-American today and just a little overview about the show. So it's about uh, a star high school football player named Spencer James, who is from Crenshaw. And he started off his high school years at Crenshaw High. And his football coach was a football coach from a rich high school um, in the hills of California called Beverly High, uh, convinced him to come over and play football there. Uh, They won a state championship, and, you know, he had great success, got scouted by a lot of colleges. But the hood, Crenshaw, started to call Spencer James a sellout. He forgot about us. You done got to Beverly with all the rich students and think you better than everybody. And there's a lot of bad things going on in Crenshaw. And so his senior season, Spencer James transferred back to Crenshaw to basically save the hood, save the high school, and bring Crenshaw a state championship. We want to start opening up our shows with praises and problems about the show. So basically exactly how it sounds. So Darius, we'll let you start. Like, what are some things that you want to praise about the show that you absolutely love, as well as what are some things that you thought were problematic? Um, You know what? I really enjoy the fact that it's a lot of real world issues. I do like the fact that they touch on a lot of issues that are going on in the inner city for black people. Definitely. Uh, So that's one of the the good things about it. Um, The knock I have against it sometimes is not as realistic as it should be. I feel like they go above and beyond and it stops making sense at some point. I feel like Coop, puts herself in situations that don't even need to be happening. Um, a, a lot of the things that Coop has went through in her life, I feel like it, it, she put herself in It's like, what was your point? Why did you even have to to do that? Like when, when the young man was selling the drugs, she didn't even have to put herself in that situation because that's not even Coop's background. So it's like you were trying right. to be something that you're not. Um. Praises I, I, his mother. I think Spencer James' mom is a amazing mom. She took care of them, the two kids, when the father decided to just walk out and be a typical father in the black hood. You know, he was a typical dad, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and it didn't stop Spencer from becoming who he's going to ultimately become. I agree Jerry with that. Assesses in his two parent home. <laughs> <laughs> so at the I beginning, do. when we said who's our special guest, he said, "I'm Darius." That statement was Darius, just to let y'all know. <laughs> I'm gonna just start with the problem, so we end on a high note. <laughs> the problem for me with the show, um, you know, in full transparency, it took a while for me to get into the show. So Austin was watching her show for seasons before I decided to really be active in it. I almost kicked her out of watching it with me. <laughs> I, I have judgments for every episode, I'll tell you that. But overall, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, to be fair, I do enjoy the overall story. But my problem is that the show is so stereotypical in so many ways that it's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, 
It's like, oh, this story is about a whole bunch of dark skinned black kids that are in problematic life. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, all of the women that are highly sought after are all biracial looking. <laughs> just like, I don't know, it's just kind of like, oh, it couldn't get any worse. Like who who wrote, like who casted this, you know? Um, so that's kind of frustrating. Like, where is the rich, like, dark-skinned kid? Who's that? Does that kid exist? Nah. nah that's so, a good one. Simone, right? She comes from a fairly wealthy family. She's not dark-skinned. Kind of. She's I'm yeah, talking about yeah. and coop color, you know? Yeah. And then just even the idea that this, like, poor kid who doesn't have a father who has to make it out through his athletic ability is like, okay, we've heard this story, of course. You know, we've heard the story. But what I do praise is that I, I feel like I like the character development and I like the relationships between the characters. Like the story, the overall theme is so stereotypical, but the actual individual stories are quite nice and quite different. Um, in some ways, unrealistic, like Darius said, like a lot of ways, many of the stories are unrealistic. But um, still, like being able to touch on some of the things that these kids are going through. Yeah, I would say for me, so just starting off with the problems, uh, one one more on the, uh, I guess, comedy side is for Spencer James to be an All-American, some of his, like, cuts and jukes don't be that good. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, bruh, your footwork is trash, and you did not get your hips around on that. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, if, if you're going to cast an All-American athlete, at least get somebody who looked like they played football. Like, bruh, be straight up when he's running. Oh my god, I'm talking about casting. I'm I love Spencer James. He's handsome and all these great things. But man, oh man, this boy in his last season looked like he's 32 years old. <laughs> Definitely looked he looked old and and I saw even even when he went to Beverly, I thought none of those guys, none of them looked none of like them. football players. I played football in high school. None of them guys looked like really? anything I ever played with. No, they look like and Beverly, they look like they were a part of NSYNC because the one dude with the pink right. hair is like, dude, what position are you playing? Right, bro. It does not look like an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how yoked and defined the players are at Crenshaw High. I'm like, y'all are not built like high school kids. No, and that that it. goes back, that goes back to what Dominique said. It's it's stereotypical because really the kids don't look like that. But then you go to the hood. And all the kids are supposed to look like these football players. So it, there's, there's, again, the stereotyping that the kids in the hood just know how to play sports and we're just naturally built like that. Right, exactly. These kids are more cut than Russell Wilson. It's like, I swear <laughs> they are. Like, why? I swear they are. And, and so, like, so that's one of them. And then another problem I have, and Dom kind of harped on this, was, like, the colorism of the show, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, you got Coop, Spencer... Spencer's little brother, even Billy Baker, right? Um, Spent Spencer and his little brother's dad. I think his name is Dylan. Like yeah. all, all the dark skinned people are struggling. Let's just be real. All the dark skinned people are struggling, right? And you got the. Uh, I guess besides Spencer's mom, she's the only one who kind of got it together, and she's fine and all that. Yeah, but everybody else just going through. Right, not but everybody on the show is going through, but just everybody in the hood is dark skinned. Whereas you go to Beverly, everybody's biracial, everybody's rich. Their problems are my parents are never around. So I'm like <laughs> strung out on drugs and they're like the most sought after women on the show. 
But one, a couple things that I praise about the show, I would, I would definitely say like character development, right? Like we can see how different characters grow over time. Like, like take Asher, for example, at Beverly, like we can see his growth over time. We can see Jordan and his maturity over time um, with uh, Olivia. And uh, I can't think of the producer, um, her name right now. She's uh, Coop's manager, mm-hmm. but Olivia and her friend just kind of like overcoming their drug addiction and everything. And I think also everyone's ability to solve their issues with each other. And we really saw that this past season, especially with Spencer and Coop, um, you know, with Coop turning 18, like Coop turned 18 and she looked 40. I'm like, come on, y'all. But like, <laughs> you know, with Coop turning 18, how, <laughs> how Spencer, that's free to get, how Spencer was able to um, mend his relationship with Coop, how Billy Baker and the height and the principal at Crenshaw High was able to mend their relationship and even uh even Billy Baker and his wife, like they're mending their relationship. So I definitely think that's uh those are some praises for the show for me. I guess I'm gonna go back to the, the colorism thing as well because I, I thought, you know, why did uh Billy Baker have to have a white wife? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought, you know, if you it's okay to give him a, a black wife that that that's that's a district attorney, it's okay. I didn't like that part. You know, I'm all about my black people sticking together. I'm, I just didn't like that part either. See, honestly, I didn't personally mind that because as the storylines developed, it was kind of important that she was white. Oh, yeah. Because Olivia's privilege. I can give yeah. you that. I can give you that. She was just, a, sometimes she was just a little annoying to me as well. So speaking of annoying and some of the problematic things, one of the things that like Austin and I talked about was sometimes the portrayal of Spencer mm-hmm. and some of his toxic traits. <laughs> so maybe Austin, you can open up with that. Like, what do you think some are some of the toxic traits that Spencer has? Yeah, and, and I feel like we're all gonna probably say the same thing, but like, bro, you don't have to save the hood. Like, he put so much pressure on himself to, it's my job to keep Crenshaw High open. It's my job to um, to make sure our football team wins the state championship. Like when their quarterback went out, he was like, "Y'all get on my back, let's go." Yeah, and yeah. just like taking advice that people gives him the wrong way, and um, so that's definitely one thing. And then two, his I would say his communication in his love life isn't the best, mm-hmm. and he's just toying toying around with Olivia. And um and her other friend, I can't remember her name, but he's just like toying around with Olivia and the other girl, and it's like I'm gonna kiss him. But he did choose but early on, he was just kind of messing, he was like messing around with everything. And I also think that Spencer sees himself as not just his mom's son, but also her mom's like man, her husband, her boyfriend, and just kind of like overdoes a lot of things when it comes to like him and his mom's relationship. Oh, and the other girl, her name is Layla, Olivia and Layla. Yeah. That's yeah. That's Spencer's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can, I can agree with that. I think Spencer just, he does too much. And I, I, I feel like it's like, dude, you're a high school student. I get what you're trying to do and, and it's, it's cool. But at the same time, it's too much. 
is way too much, man. You, you're doing way too much. You feel like you have to put the whole hood on your back, and you don't. I understand that you're a star athlete in Crenshaw, and you know they they want to see you make. Well, some of them didn't want to see him make it, but they want to see you make it. And but it's like, dude, at the end of the day, man, have fun. You're doing way too much. You, they make their lives so complicated to me for no reason. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. I agree, but I do think in some ways that might be the element that is realistic. You know, he's around all of these privileged children from this other school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Crenshaw like you're a sellout. And he's combating the pressures mm-hmm. of how people perceive him because, you know, he's supposed to still be a young man. So yeah. it would be normal for him to be like, no, nah, I have to prove to them that I'm not like that. But what I think might be a little unrealistic is that people, they kind of, I don't know what's the word I want to use. They, they enable that behavior. Mm-hmm. I think about yeah. the fact that after the wedding, uh, Benny, right? Baker, Benny Baker? Jordan. Billy Baker. Billy, yeah. Baker. Billy, Billy Baker, Baker. Billy Baker. Billy comes over to, <laughs> to Spencer James' house with uh, the other guy, the principal, right? And they're all talking to tell him that Crenshaw isn't closing. I was like, this is the reason why the show get on my nerves. Like, this doesn't make sense. So unnecessary. <laughs> so unnecessary. Oh, I got a flight to catch. You can't, can't miss my second honeymoon. But I have to come to tell you. Like, like he's just another, he's just a teenage boy. Like, he didn't, that wasn't, come on now. So they kind of put that pressure on him, too, by seeing him in that way. So actually thinking about the dynamic between Billy and Spencer James, when it comes to the scenario of Spencer James helping Billy's son train when he wasn't cleared, like how did you feel about that scenario and like Billy's reaction, Spencer doing it, the team's reaction of him doing that? Like how did you feel about that? Um, now that I, I totally the, everything that happened, I agree with, <laughs> except for the huge fight. I thought that was just stupid. Uh, but I thought that Jordan was the, in the severity of his, his uh, injury. I thought he did way too much. I understand, you know, what you're trying to do, but like his dad already told him, you know, you had colleges looking at you. It's not just because you miss one season. I don't know why a lot of people think, you know, you miss one season that the college is going to drop you. That's not going to happen. Um, he was going to be fine. So I think that, again, Spencer just did way too much. If I was Spencer, I'd have just, no, nah, man, and walked away. But, again, Spencer did spencer things and helped them out again i just think that it was just over the top and then again it's gonna look bad on on jordan's team it's like okay well crenshaw we're playing crenshaw in the playoffs he's helping you get ready you're our star quarterback that looks terrible to us because now we think that you know everything about us so we can't play this game because we know that you're gonna have everything locked down so i thought that was just unnecessary i wouldn't have i wouldn't have did that yeah i I have to agree. I think where where it went wrong was when they were going over Beverly's playbook together. Right. Um, as far as like Spencer saying, like connect like Jordan, bro. I, like I know, like let's get some passes up. You know, I'll run a curl route, a post route, a go, just to just to make Simple. sure we're good. Yeah. But that should have been the extent of it. But also, like you said, I do get Crenshaw saying like, "Yo, we got to play these guys." Um, why are you helping their star quarterback come back? Mm-hmm. I think too much blame went on Spencer 
and not enough accountability on Jordan. Yeah, definitely. Billy Baker was Spencer. How could you be so irresponsible? Um, you asked if I if you've ever disappointed me. You've just disappointed me, and like the accountability on Jordan just wasn't there, right? Right. And like I feel like I, this might be reaching, but I feel like even that's like a thing with like how how the hood is punished, right? When both parties do wrong things, the underprivileged kid got punished the hardest, even though it wasn't him that had the inner in injury. It wasn't him that came up with the idea of let's run routes together. Yeah. I honestly thought the blame was totally misplaced. Like, I think it's totally fair that he was upset because yeah, you put my son's life at risk. For sure. By agreeing to do this. However, he was not even half as mad to his actual son. No. It was so strange to me. And then too, I have to say this, there's no way in the world that Spencer didn't know better than to not run those plays. Of he, course. He had to have known in his heart, like, this is information I'm not supposed to be privy to. Period. Spygate. So, <laughs> I don't know. That had me looking at him sideways. Like, you too smart for this. Like, I know you know better. Yeah. And, and that's that whole, like, family and friends over, every, over integrity, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if something um, is dishonest, I'm going to show loyalty to my friends and family. But, but, make, but he jeopardized, jeopardized his whole team. Like, what if yeah. they would have perceived that as like, oh, now you guys can't play at all because you have this, you know, like, who yeah. knows what would have happened? Like, it's right. legit cheating. You and know? The, yeah. the fight broke out before the state championship game and everything, so. Yeah. But I thought that the fight was, even though I thought it was unnecessary, it was definitely brewing. And when as soon as they all figured, I found out what happened. I, I knew it was gonna go to that because uh, Crenshaw had some animosity the whole season. I felt like towards Spencer James the whole season, and even even the hood guys and Crenshaw. Side note, um, going back to problems, me and Dom laughed about this. Another problem with the show was the uh, pyrotechnics when the teams were running out before the state championship game. I'm like, you ain't never seen Ford Field have a Detroit Renaissance or Detroit King blow-up helmet. Like, they have fireworks, smoke, lights. I'm like, come on, y'all. Listen, I went to to River Rouge State Championship game at Ford Field. All they had was a made-up sign that said, Go Panthers. And they, they were playing, I want to say, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's. St. Mary's had the same thing. There was no no fireworks, nothing. <laughs> right. So as the storyline has progressed, how do you feel about, like, the plot of the story as well as, like, the character development? Uh, again, I, I like the, I do like the character development. I, I'm, it's good that we get to see them. We, we've been watching them grow. Over the last few seasons, so that's always a good thing. We're watching the little brother grow into yeah. a you know a young man. I think that's pretty cool. I really wish that we could have seen more of his father. I thought he would have played an amazing role. I'd have rather seen him as a coach of Crenshaw than Billy Baker. Uh, to ah, be a hundred percent honest with you, I'd have rather seen him because yeah. uh, you remember he was supposed to be the coach, and he ended up passing away. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. They could have yeah. kept him in the story. I thought so. Yeah, I thought he could have stayed. So I definitely, like I said, I definitely like the way everything is going. Um, I want to see what happens more with um, Layla. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. 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 When the when the young lady came to live with her, 
that was just disaster from the start, I thought. Because she just, it, you just popped up out of nowhere and expect to live with me. And I just felt like from the start, she was, something was wrong with her. Yeah. So for me, I definitely like the story development and I totally agree. It's been nice to see people actually get better, you know, and like be responsible. Like even Olivia been like, yeah, you know, I like him, but I have to put my recovery first. And he's like, look, your recovery is first. That was a beautiful scene. Like, definitely. you know, I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Like when I think about how I would like to see some of the characters develop more, well, uh, we haven't got to that part yet, but <laughs> I I really would have just rather preferred to have Coop just have a happy story. Like, I would I would have preferred for, I don't know what will happen, you know, it hasn't been revealed yet, but yeah. I would prefer if Coop can just go on and have her music career and be happy. Yeah, I felt, you know? I felt the same way. I, I was so, and, I, and I'm sure we're going to uh, touch on that, but that hurt. It really hurt because I I, re, I had to rewind it twice. Like, no, nah, that's 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 cap. You y'all lie. So I, I hope that we get a happy ending. She deserves it. She's been through too much, man. Way too much. Yeah, from her mom not accepting patience to her right. Spencer falling out to a childhood friend getting killed to mm-hmm. you know her uh the the I forgot the thug's name. Um, that one in her head that, you know, they say she got set up to, that she set up to get killed, but him, uh, just like Tyrone. She, Tyrone, yeah, she just, Tyrone, even that name, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, um, I'm enjoying the, uh, the story development. I think it's very predictable. Yeah. But uh, I think what I'm enjoying most, and this is part of the character development, is like their matu- maturity to be able to mend relationships. Um, like I ain't, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. There's a couple times with Coop and Spence where I was about to shed a tear, you know, watching them like recall um the goals and dreams they had for each other as kids to like see all that stuff yeah. playing out now and everything. Like when Coop walked in the house and was like, you know, there's nobody I'd rather go skydiving with than you. And so like that portion of it, um, I really enjoyed watching um Jordan's maturity over the time too because at at the beginning they kind of painted him as like a airhead a little bit in my opinion yeah yeah um and so just even though you know he made the decision to practice with Spencer James before he was cleared to come back just like the responsibility taking um for himself at like as a man and all that good stuff you know and uh and another thing was him stepping up with Simone uh Simone like he he's really like caring after her, and so that leads me to this, Darius. I'll start with you. Would you have been as loyal to Simone as Jordan was when they found out she was pregnant without Jordan's baby? No, <laughs> because because she lied, told him that it was his baby. Did it wasn't his baby, so I would have been like, Nah, I'm good, fam. That's that's all you. Uh, I thought he was too much a stepdaddy of the year it was it was lame <laughs> i thought it was super lame and and i thought it's like dude you're young man y'all why would you want to get married this you ain't even out of high school why would you want to do this and why would you want to take on this responsibility for something that's not yours i get you know you're trying to be a stand-up dude and that's cool but 
at the end of the day, nah, man. You, you, you're young. Live your life. I thought I wouldn't have did it. I'd have kept it moving. Even though she was really cute, I thought she was a really pretty young lady, but no. Yeah, the whole storyline about getting married young was killing me, too. I was, yeah. The whole time I'm sitting here like, how old are these people again? <laughs> and it's just crazy that Simone's parents are like all about it. It's like marriage or else. Yeah. It was so weird. It was one another one of those scenes that weren't that wasn't as realistic. It's like when they decided that they didn't want to get married again, and all the friends were just having a little powwow. I was like, Nah, y'all babies. These conversations would have been happening with y'all parents right in the mix of it because definitely, yeah, just children, you know. But that's like typical high school show storylines where like the parents be the most naive ones that ain't got no sense, but all the kids are the most mature and solve issues better than parents do, better than adults do. That's and true. it's always weird. It's always so weird to me. Because at the end of the day, you're you're still kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Yeah, because even though like the mom was not really supportive and everything, I mean, they still executed the whole wedding. And I yeah. just, I don't know. I just don't feel like that would have been as realistic. They would have been like, y'all are already married, and I don't agree with this, so you get your own money and play your own wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been as loyal as Jordan was because... Because my man's that got her pregnant was like constantly disrespecting Jordan. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, why do I have to put up with this? But I think Jordan was in a place where he was extremely lonely and wherever he could get love and and recognition, that's where he got it from, right? Yeah, definitely. Because Billy Baker was dealing with him and his wife not being together. And their attention was on Olivia's sobriety and then Jordan trying to reconnect with his grandfather, um, you know, that like that was accept like looking for acceptance, right? So anybody who showed Jordan any kind of love, I feel like he would have been loyal to them no matter the circumstance. It does make me think about it because like he would have been happily married to her forever and she had to be the one to say, Listen, you're giving up way too much. Way too much. Yeah, and, and and the reason why she wanted to break up because she definitely want to hook up with that star baseball player at uh at the college. Yeah, facts. Like they gonna end up together next season. Like her and that baseball player. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Damien. Yep. I don't remember the last name. Yeah. Hear me out though. Y'all try to say that she was like the one quote unquote dark skin person <laughs> lady, right? <laughs> Did y'all hear the storyline? <laughs> Did you hear her storyline? Oh, her it's being a, pregnant? It's a terrible storyline. Yeah. Breaking off her marriage because she really wanted to date somebody else. We don't know that she wanted to date somebody else. I think everything alluded to that happening, but but you you know who I, who who don't get enough play? Who keep telling everybody that they messing up? Billy Baker's dad. Oh yeah, facts. He he keeps he puts them on a straight path. It's like he told the grandson, like, "Hey, bro, this is you. You're a star football player. Focus on that. You don't need to marry this girl." He told Billy, "You put you need to put more into what you're doing." So I think the granddad. I don't think they listened to him as much as they should have listened to him. I think they just felt like he was just controlling, but I, he was, I feel like he was always putting them in the right situations. I, I, he wanted to see them do the right thing. But I think that resentment comes from the stereotypical storyline of an absent black father who did something to hurt me a long time ago, 
Whereas like when Billy like actually sat down with his dad and discussed yeah. what happened with his mom and got perspective, it's like, oh, like my dad didn't just throw my mom away. He actually wanted to keep her around, but this is what my mother wanted. And um and so I, I think like it was just like a communication breakdown between Billy and his dad. Now thinking about that we just saw the finale. What like but you know, another season's coming back. What character are you rooting for the most? And what do you want their final outcome to be? So we talked about Coop a little bit, but any other characters? Um, Spencer. I, I was I wanna see if Spencer if he and how far his how far his career is gonna go to college at least, uh, I want to see if he go, he goes further. Uh, him becoming you know playing for the All American team, I think that's gonna be really cool. So I'm really excited to see how far he goes and his relationship with Olivia. I want to see how that goes and does she does she continue to stay the same person that she is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. True. Like staying back in Beverly and always working on her. So, I mean, sobriety is like a lifelong process, but to your point, will she just kind of stay in that I'm a high school drunkard mentality? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely oh, want to see how... What, high school drunkard? <laughs> yeah, drunkard. And I really want to see what happens with Layla. I hope Layla is okay. Like, I, hope, I really hope that she turns out okay, because that girl just has really weird intentions. Bro, okay. Really weird. And I don't like her dad either. Nah, he's trash. Because it's like, dude, how the heck do you just let your daughter be alone a hundred days a year? Like, where are you at, fam? Come on. Yo, speaking of her dad, I'm going to let you go, uh, Dom. But speaking of her dad, even that was colorism, right? Because at the beginning of the show, the failing father was the light-skinned guy. Then they would came and replace him with a dark skin dude. I'm like, keep that same energy and keep the light skin father as a bad father. Like we're not gonna, like we're not gonna notice it. They try to kind of smooth it, like we wasn't gonna notice it either. The character that I'm rooting for. I'm just thinking about what y'all said. Like, it would be interesting to see if Spencer does have a successful career. I mean, he's you know scouted and he's praised in his city. That would make sense, right? Um, the Olivia thing, to be completely honest, I, I don't know. I guess I forgot that they are graduating because in my brain, I really didn't think about them progressing past this. But they have so much history that it would make sense that they would at least try. He took a bullet for her. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, but what I was going to say is this. We don't know. But I really do believe that that girl's going to try to kill Layla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before that's, that happens, I was thought. like, she gonna ram Layla off the road. Yeah, really that that's my thought. I hope not, but that's my thought. I hope not as well. And what I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel so sad that she's so, like, naive and a little bit, like, oblivious. Like, I don't think she is, but she feels bad. She's, like, guilted into helping her out. And I understand that, but I just feel like her actions are too slow. Like, True. She called the mom already, but the girl's still there. It's been several days. Like, she already flat out lied to you, to your face. Yeah. She's, like, intruding your space, been at the studio when you're not there. She's doing too many behaviors that are just, like, way too toxic. 
And I think she's been too gentle, maybe. Yeah. And I feel like when she called the mom, when her mom said, we can come get her, she said, and, her, and she was like, I'm scared she'll run away if you guys come. Let me talk to her. Just give the mom your home address and they can pop up on y'all without you even telling her. So, so that's one of those scenarios, scenarios where she's just doing too much. Just be like, here's my address. We'll be here tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just pop up and we'll be here. But I think she's also looking through the lens of like what happens after that she then turned to drugs, you know? I feel like that's not her responsibility. True, but she's been in her shoes, right? Yeah. So I think she's trying to protect her and try to make sure that she makes a decision that she's also comfortable with versus being forced to do. But mm -hmm. to your point, it's almost like I fear for Layla being in this situation with this girl because it's like, I don't know, like, how is that going to impact her sobriety? I would say the character I'm rooting for. So I'm rooting for two characters. I'll say this. Also, in short, I'm rooting for Layla to have a good life yeah. and to be alive, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I'll say two. One, I'm rooting for Preach, you know, with, you know, him taking his baby moms out to save Coop. Um, and him and his daughter just, like, building a great relationship. And I really want to see Preach move out of Crenshaw because yeah. I feel like, you know, him killing um, killing Tyrone's uh, sister, the, the attorney that came in, uh, gonna put a target on his back in the hood. Can so, we talk about how much him and Coop look like they literally share a bloodline? They do. <laughs> Every time I'm like, is that her daddy? Definitely <laughs> could be her dad. Right, yeah. So, so I'm rooting for Preach. And then also, and this actually changed in this last episode, I'm rooting for Asher, man, with him just finding out about his heart condition and that he can yeah. no longer play the sport of football. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I think we saw where his future is getting ready to go when he helped the coach adjust the playbook because Jordan told Spencer to plays. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I, I thought that too. Yeah, and, and so I think Asher is going gonna, is gonna to be a great coach. Yeah. Even, okay, so I know TV is about building up drama, but can you imagine if somebody's father actually tells them that they can't play in the game because of a heart condition that they didn't know they had until the moment before the game? Come on. I think that's realistic. You don't think he knew about it before? I don't think so. He might have got that report. He he might have got that report back that day. Oh, where and, are the No, listen, listen, listen. No, he might have got the report back that day. On the bus on the way to the game, the coach said no cell phones. So he get he couldn't get in touch with his dad, and his dad is on a high. I'm reaching, but his dad is on a his dad is on the highway. Like I have to get to Asher before this game starts, because Asher could have died in that game if his dad said, so you his, know what? His dad drive the whole way, then call coach. Not not no. The coach probably didn't have her phone because she's getting ready for the game. But yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. Like, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful scene, right? Like, it's perfect for television. But in real life, I'd be like, Dad, why did you make this so emotional for me? Why did you wait? <laughs> I mean, you know, why didn't you wait? If he waited, no, 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 he could have no, no, no. Like, why didn't you tell me this before I got dressed for the game? I get your yeah. point. Hypothetically, he didn't know. But I'm saying if there was any scenario where he did know before the game, like, you really didn't protect my emotions by having me get suited up for this game. I'm I'm with Dominique. I think that he are sensitive, man. He knew this beforehand. Cause listen, you don't just wake up 
and <laughs> and heart problems just happen. That's not how heart problems happen. But that's not how it worked. The doctor could have taken several weeks, several days to figure out a diagnosis. <laughs> no, he could have been. Not, he could have just done well, okay. sound on his heart and was like, "Whoa, I found something in the X-rays. Your son cannot play ball." I would agree with you if you if you go back to last season though his dad was really on him about playing football he wanted him to get to college and play football so i feel uh, like he uh, knew it but you remember his dad ended up sobering up i feel like as his dad sobered up he he looked more out he looked out for his son and then when ash's mom came into the picture she ain't worth two cents no so i think his dad is now finally stepping up and becoming a father for the first time in his life i do believe so i think he knew it already and you know for like down said for tv they had to wait till five minutes before kickoff hey asher your heart's gonna blow up you can't play anymore. you know what i'm saying and so it was just it, it was come on, he knew it. he knew it. you can't just tell me and i'm like dog i'm like dude do you know how hard it is to suit up for a football game? It's just not easy. Your jersey's tight. Then you got to put on these pads, your pants. It hey, takes you 30 minutes. Hey, did y'all peep how he struggled when he was throwing his shoulder pads off for frustration? That's what I'm saying. Bro, it's not easy to put that stuff on. That's prep. That is prep for game time. So you tell me five minutes. Now I got to take all this back off. And Nah, man. Cap. Uh, that's hilarious. So much cap. But hey, it's a beautiful TV. Beautiful TV. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it slightly better is if he was like, I'm playing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I was hoping he would do. I, I was just be like, hey, man, just not cheesy. Dog. Go for it, fam. What's the <laughs> worst that could happen to you? Oh, uh, man. What's the worst that could have happened to him? He could have died. <laughs> he could have died. <laughs> I guess that's the worst. His glory, his glory moment. Because, you know, these teenagers, they, they don't feel like they have an identity if they can't play the sport that sport they've been identified with for so long. So he's like, look, I'm going to just go out there because, you know, he's supposed to go to college and play ball. So now he's confused. He's like, who am I? Yeah, like, yeah, I get that. Like, he don't, he doesn't know what he's going to do now without football. But like Austin said, he can be a heck of a coach because he put a game plan together in a day, which is tough. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. And the whole team remembered the plays. Like, what? And see, that's what that's what kills me about the unrealism because you will never learn fifteen plays in in one day. It doesn't work like that. Not even a full twenty four hours. Listen, they, man, as you think right? They had to draw him up in the office and was probably on the bus on the way to the game. All right, guys, here's a new playbook. <laughs> With, with no walkthroughs or anything, man. And the last thing, why? All right, this is another problem. This is my last thing. Why would their coach, the week of a state championship football game, put together a full contact practice at Beverly High? Come on, got, man. That got in that got Asher Hurts. Like, come on, y'all. I said the same thing. Like, walkthroughs only this week. Walkthroughs and lifting. That's it. Like we we're playing in the state championship, and you decide to give us a full contact practice where our star <laughs> player can get hurt. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, I saw somebody getting hurt coming. I didn't know who it was gonna be, but I'm like, somebody is about to get hurt. And lo and behold, 
Forget the contact practice. They also had a fight. So I was like, everybody probably got broken ribs. And everything Somebody's bruised up, definitely. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, somebody really was bruised up. Do y'all remember? They was like, oh, oh, that's the same guy. Yeah. He was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Anything else you think would be important to communicate about All-American as we wrap up? Um... Don't go into it. Act, don't go into it thinking it's an Emmy worthy show. Oh, that's, that's not disrespectful. nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> not nice. I, just, I tell people, everybody be like, "Man, the show." Listen, you got to give it what it. No, it's a, it's a good show, but is it Grey's Anatomy great? No. Yeah. So level, level set it. expectations. Not even Friday Night Lights great. Ooh, which was I another terrible show. Night night like, what? what? That show is sucky, bro. No, it was quite amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I didn't like the movie. I thought the movie was stupid. What? You whack, dog. Wait, okay, wait, wait. Friday Night Lights was with Booby Miles, right? With Booby, the Bo- Booby Miles, and then they had a show called Friday Night Lights okay. that Michael B. Jordan was in. I mean, okay, so I really did love Friday Night Lights, but I do think the stories went, in my opinion, a bit deeper. Yeah. And they have some different dramas that aren't touched on here, like that one character whose leg got broken earlier in the season and this whole dating scenario. Like, we didn't really see anything like that. But I still don't think I think it's, like, far better. And I'm saying this as a kind of like a little bit of an all-American hater. I still think it might be Emmy-worthy. Um, <laughs> I still think Wait, it might be Emmy-worthy. You think that... Um... All American is Emmy worthy. I do. I mean, I really think. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I I couldn't say that it isn't. How about that? I'm not saying that it is, but I couldn't strongly say that it isn't. You know. Because I think about Emmy, I'm thinking about Blackish. That's a show that should win Emmys. <laughs> For sure, but it's totally different, you know. Yeah, like, you got a and, point. And to be fair, that show is like the lead. You know, the parents are like. Very seasoned actors, you know. Yeah, I think you're Tay right. Diggs. Huh? Tay Diggs is seasoned. Yeah, but besides Tay, everybody else is kind of new though. Everybody's pretty new. Yeah. Well, the guy that played Tyrone, he played Tupac. Yeah, he played Tupac. Yeah. And like, so most times they do a fantastic job, but there are some times I'm like, man, this seems it feels so fake. <laughs> but you know, that just comes with the territory, and also sometimes just how it's written. But yeah. I do think overall the storyline is captivating so although i i hate on it every single episode <laughs> I, I can't help but wonder what's happening what's coming next all right well thanks for coming out today this was a great discussion we know you have to get on to some important things right so darius where, where can we find you at on, on social media what, what's your name on everything yeah, you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram at the icon D Sams, and that is D Sams with a Z. Facebook, Darius Samuels. I'm a comedian on Facebook. My fans love me. I don't be on Twitter too much. It's kind of weird. Facts. Well, y'all follow Darius to keep updated on our travel blog and everything. Follow us on Black on Instagram at Black Adventure Six, and as well as on YouTube at Black Adventures. You know, make sure you follow this podcast, Ripe Tomatoes. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, several different platforms. So stay connected with us, and we will see y'all next episode. Peace.